Your music sucks, but we love it and we want you to keep making it. Our opinions and thoughts towards bands and artists are just those opinions. We mean no disrespect to the artists or the impact they've made and continue to make on the musical landscape. And welcome to the Your Music Sucks podcast. My name is Josh Durkin, and I am here with Jason Savoie, the most attractive man on the planet. And we will be sucking music today, just like our podcast tells us. Your music. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty accurate. Um, how are you guys? Oh, wait. Fine? Fine, I hope. Are they fine? Are you fine? Manny, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we're glad that you're listening to this. We're glad that you're alive. Hopefully you're happy. We're glad that... You're alive, and we're happy to continue on this glorious uh, podcast of mediocrity right now. Podcast uh, of mediocrity featuring Weird Al every week. <laughs> so tune in. That will be eventually. We will uh, either hire him on once we start making money, or we will trap him in our basement and force him to podcast for food. And Which would be perfect, because then he'll just make more songs about food. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of them is a cry for help. Secret messages. <laughs> this song is called Basement Trapped Spaghetti. Basement Trapped. <laughs> this song is called They Gave Me a Hot Dog on a Corkscrew. And their name is Jason. <laughs> they trapped me in a basement with a garbage bag. And gave me spaghetti tonight. If you can't tell, I'm trapped in a basement, yeah. Please help me, I'm not doing alright. And this is a cry for help, goddammit! And I'm trapped in a basement tonight. The address is this address I'm about to list. This is not a joke, please come help me. (laughs) La 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 la. Anyway, what are we talking about tonight, Jason? Do you know? Uh, no, we're talking about some current events in the news okay. and, uh, that are relating to music, because I think this is a music podcast. Hmm, is it? I think it is. I always forget. Um, we're talking about some, some sort of child that gambles. Um, things that are lit. Oh. Could be right now, could be later, who knows? Oh, it could be right now. Um, a, uh, a Kanya... Yeah, there's a lot of Kanye news going on right now. Kanye West. Um, the subarctic monkeys. Yes, and how bad their music currently is. Yes. Um, and then uh, other things. Which uh, are things. And I guess we'll we'll just kick it off with CNBC. <laughs> yeah, um... Kanye West said he felt like slavery was a choice. Yeah, he did, and that was taken out of context. Yeah, he was how talking, was that out of context? He was talking about what's going on now, um, not not old slavery. Not, you know, as re- well. Okay, that even requires a modifier. Not slavery, as in the slavery that occurred in the United States of America and the slave trade with Britain and all that. With mm-hmm. the, you know the, uh, the the whole thing 
but he was talking about modern day and how you know you can be a slave to the uh, culture or the slave to whatever narrative you're being given or that's be the narratives that are being presented like you're a slave to that and that's a choice for you to make hmm well he just recently started tweeting again and then it got all cray cray well apparently he has what is this thing called an album coming out yeah so um, a lot of full board. a lot of millennials will understand this concept but artists can release a like collection of music it's usually like anywhere from 8 to 15 songs sometimes more depending if you're a prog rock band ooh but um yeah like usually 8 to 15 songs give or take maybe a little more a little less and it um the good ones have like a really cohesive idea and it's all like it's it's like a collection of songs i know it's so weird right but it's like a collection of songs you listen to them all and you listen to them all and that gives you the idea of the whole piece of work um it's kind of similar to the idea of a movie but with music where it's like you're not watching 30 second vines you're listening to like instead of just one song by an artist you're listening to like at least 12 of them in a row <laughs> it's a very it's a it's an old concept that's being brought back it's, it's vines too it's, now it's a, a 12 second snapchats oh yeah um <laughs> and you know snapchat used to be about dicks and vaginas and now it's and what yeah yeah, it's it start it's like Facebook. It started as a thing for college people. I was a late and, adapter of Snapchat. Yeah, so I was I too. Know. I still don't use it. Okay. Um, I have one friend that will only communicate with me, me via Snapchat message and weird. Yeah, I've had a friend like that too. It's like, can we like text? And she's yeah. like, what's the what's a phone number? It's like that asshole friend you have that messages you on Facebook all the time, so you have to keep Oh, Facebook. yeah, his name is Jason or something. Yeah, fucking Savory. Who knows? <laughs> Jason Savory. Um, oh, I get that. Yeah, moment. Kanye, April 27th. I haven't done enough research on conservatives to call myself or be called one. I'm just refusing to be enslaved by monolithic thought. There you go. And I feel like, I feel like his heart's in the right place. I just feel like he's kind of... It's a heady thought. Yeah. And... I feel like he's going about it the wrong way well so we were watching the right before this we were watching the video of the uh the kanye kanye doing kanye things it was the kind of the making of the studio of his track ye versus the people uh which is one of his mm -hmm. new tracks out now and he had ti in there because ti is on it and he represents the people i guess yeah um and it was kind of enlightening, you know, uh, Kanye kept referencing the hat. He said, when I put that hat on, and I took that to mean the MAGA hat and make America great again, mm -hmm. it just, you know, You're it flames, it starts a firestorm, and it just, it throws everyone's mind out of whack. And that, what was that statement again? Uh, on Twitter, the tweet? I just scrolled way too far down. He's been tweeting like a madman. So yeah, that, that tweet basically sums that up. Uh, you know, I don't think... I think he wants to put the idea out there that it's okay for uh, a black man, woman, whatever in America, a black person in America to be conservative, um, to challenge these ideas of what is allowed as a Republican and what is allowed as a Democrat. 
got you know if only he could give a third option out there and push that into the public conscious you know wouldn't that be awesome yeah i mean um, he's also been doing opioids <laughs> well yeah he is, did admit to that yeah which kind of saw i'm sure that's all fucking up his system and he's he's been admitted for mental health a couple times recently the dude's not in a good place i'm sure um but I mean, it seems like that comes with his art it seems like that comes with his process. Yeah, I'm a big Kanye fan. I will say I really like a lot of his music, regardless of how you feel about the man. Um, one, it changes the just changes the hip hop landscape every single time, um, and it's I think I'm gonna get shit for this, but consequence consequence of sound has a video detailing Kanye and how. Whenever Kanye releases an album, the rap industry takes another two or three years catching mm. up to where Kanye has progressed. And I mean, the dude, like, not a big Jay Z fan. I like the Blueprint, but that's because Kanye produced it. The dude makes good beats. All of his music is very positive, self empowering. Um, I'm just a fan. Like, I like the guy. Um, I think he, I think he means well. He just is kind of crazy. Um, and I'm not afraid to admit that just because I'm a fan. I think he just, uh, I think his heart is in the right place. He just doesn't have a good outlet for, like, thinking his thoughts because it's just, oh, I'm super famous and I can put this shit right on Twitter. And it's right. like, oh, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> like, but, just, but all at the same time, what's wrong with that? Just because he's famous, he's not allowed to put his thoughts on Twitter because it influences people. And it, it, well, yeah, exactly. But if, if I put my thoughts on Twitter right now and it was anything remotely close to what Kanye said, everyone would be like, "You're a fucking racist." <laughs> like, um, and I don't like, and I and I get what he's going for. I think people are just saying, "I put on a MAGA hat and I support Trump," and I don't think that's what he's trying to say. Um, from my interpretation of it, is he's trying to unite the country, and unfortunately, the part of the country that is like supports the, the fucking crazy madman that runs our country right now, um, he's trying to unite them and show them that there's a way, rather than expressing hate, we can express love, and I think that's a very important message. Yeah. I just don't know if he's going about it the right way. Um, well, how do you mean? I... I think there's a better way to show that rather than... Because we do have a lot of negativity going on right now and a lot of... But what? If, okay, what what don't you like about it? just putting on the hat? Do you not like that? No, it, it's not that the hat... I mean... what What is it you're referencing then and how he's going about it? I think his thoughts are very infantile. Okay. I, I think he's not thinking through his thoughts before he's posting he's doing the our president method of just releasing stuff and just talking out of his ass and i feel like the difference between kanye and donald trump is kanye's heart is actually in the right place Mm -hmm. and i think if you look at the large amount of music he's released and his presence over the years his heart has been in the right place um i mean even when you look at okay like the last two grammys beyonce should have won the one with Taylor Swift, Beyonce should have won. Taylor Swift got it anyway. 
And Kanye called it as a racist thing before it was even labeled a racist thing, and he was definitely right. You really think Beyonce should have won that? Oh, yeah. Over Taylor Swift? But T, that album, T Swift's, well, okay, which was it, album? It was an album. It was like album of the year. Because T Swift's had like multiple number ones. Uh, uh, what's her uh, but Beyonce's that, was just like a video album. No, no, not the recent one. The one where he stole her mic and was like, oh. Yeah, I got it. Like that one. Like he called that as like, this is fucked up. When she should have won. And she should have won the recent one too. She should have won for Lemonade. Because, um, I mean, yeah, like, whatever, it's a Taylor Swift album, but it's also, like, who cares? Yeah, that, I really wish I could remember which track off Lemonade I loved. But There's there a lot one, of them, I mean... There was one I was, I was blown away by, and it was on repeat for a while. Yeah, I mean, Taylor Swift just releases shitty pop songs. I'm looking at you. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me That song is terrible. There's no chorus in that song, and it's terrible. T-Swift's lost me on her last album. I've never liked T-Swift. It's mean, it's just like bottom of the barrel junk pop. It is. And I, I, I like it. And I mean like, I like 80s bottom of the barrel junk pop, man. Like fucking, um, I'm gonna get flack for this, but Toto, I fucking love Toto. Africa? Yeah. Dude, like that, that song's awesome. Yeah, but it's bottom of the barrel junk pop. Like that's why people make fun of it all the time. I don't know any other song. Like that, Did you know, actually, fun shit. Uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller, one of the best-selling albums of all time. Toto was the band that played all the music on it. No shit. Yeah. he's The lead singer of Toto is actually the brother to John Williams who did Star Wars and Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, no Yeah, it's way. fucking crazy. It's crazy shit. Um, it's one of my favorite music facts ever, actually. The more you know. Yeah, and like, I mean, they're incredibly talented guys, but Toto is awesome. There's a reason Scrubs made fun of them, but also, like, loved them. Because We're learning things here today. Toto is awesome. Fact check me on it. I promise I'm not wrong. I found it on uh, Reddit. Yeah, fact check today him on Scrubs being good. <laughs> Are we about to throw the fuck down about Scrubs right now? Because I will derail this, this music podcast. I will challenge? derail this music podcast. <laughs> Scrubs is a funny, heartwarming, and touching sitcom that we have not seen since the likes of Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, wow, Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay. You not like Seinfeld either? No, I love Seinfeld. I just don't think they're in the same ballpark. What's your... No, not in the same ballpark, but it's like... Scrubs hit perfectly on the, I'm a doctor show, we have to be serious because it's a doctor show, but also lighthearted in a way... Where you can approach incredibly touchy subjects in a fun and lighthearted way, but still have it be impactful. Yeah. Like, there's an episode where this grandma's dying, and she's like, they're like, we could do this to save you. And she's like, I don't want to. Like, the rest of my life with this see, disease would see. be... What do you mean? House would have saved her right there. He would have saved her despite no, no, no. her wishes. But no, no, no. I know, and right? He would have like killed her brother <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I also never watched House. Me either. But I, um, I don't like any medical shows. So that plays into my hatred of Scrubs. Yeah, but like Scrubs is like, well, the one thing Although about I Scrubs did, did get sucked into ER momentarily. Um, the one thing about Scrubs is that it's like the the actual medicine in it is a hundred percent accurate for the most part. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, it is. I, mean, I get. I don't know anything. But about they don't like do a lot of medicine stuff. It's more like gags. Yeah. But it's like this woman. She could have been saved, and she has these grandchildren. And then it comes with Zach Braff like struggling with the fact like, 
why don't you want to live anymore? And she has to teach him, like, you just have to let go sometimes, and I'm ready to let go. Like, my life is going to be so much worse from here on out because of this, like, disease I have. And, like, you could save me, yeah, like, just by giving me another kidney. But, like, when that kidney goes, and then the next kidney, like, it's it's not worth it. And so, like, he has struggled with the fact that, like, it's sometimes it's okay to not save a patient mm-hmm. and like not save a life, even though he got in the business to save a life. And like, then he comes to the realization that, oh, by not saving this woman's life, I'm actually saving a life. Yes. And like giving these people like a last good memory of the grandmother right. rather than. Yeah, just dying in a hospital bed. Dying in a hospital bed. And that's like the way, the way they remember me going. Yeah. I, anyway, yeah, yeah. The, I was, before we end this uh, particular topic, the euthanasia really need to give up their technology for having people die peaceful deaths. If that happened, the world would be a better place. I was literally going to make that joke, and I was like, oh, when you when said the euthanasia, I was like, okay, where's he going with this? <laughs> that was good. Uh, um, yeah, but back to Kanye. Um, Apologies to everyone who's made that joke before. Back to Kanye. I I haven't I, I've read some of his tweets, um, and I I think what he's going against right now is that they have this. Our country right now is very divided in the sense of you either are this way or you're not. Correct. Yes. And there's no. And, like, that's where his, like, free thinkers comments come in. And I'm not saying that I am, like, there's a lot of, oh, you either hate Trump or you love him. And I hate Trump. I'm very, very liberal. I believe in, like, everything that you guys think, not that you guys, but that, like, the the movement thinks Kanye is going against right now. But I think we need to read more into it. And say that maybe he's not necessarily just against the movement. He's trying to say we don't need... To, and it's, it's always been a thing is... Yeah, we need people who are super, super... Um, what's the word? What do we call... Radical. Radical. When we call people radical Islamist. Which most of them are. Um, actually, 99% of them are not. But and it's just take yourself out of that hole. No, the, I was just trying to think of the <laughs> I word, know, I know. and it was the fucking George Bush, <laughs> the fucking George Bush just nailed radical Islam. Ever talk bad about Junior? <laughs> Mission accomplished. That's all I have to say. And then it's a fucking joke again that he dropped a couple bombs on Iraq and then like got out of there and got on a boat, a big ass metal, like big ass military boat. And then flew a banner that said "Mission accomplished." It's a fucking loser. You spread freedom. You gotta... Even though I've heard George Bush is a very, very nice man. Yeah. Dick yeah. Cheney just had his that hand seems up to his be ass. a thing. Yeah. Um, I haven't met him, but my friend has a couple times. Yeah, Dick Cheney's an evil. Yeah, evil yeah. Man. I'm very excited to see uh, um, Christian Bale portray him in Cheney. It's very good. If you haven't seen any of the footage for that. Christian Bale does not look like anyone anymore. He looks like Christian. He looks like Dick Cheney. Yeah, he put on. Uh, look, look at some interviews of him on like a, what a Good Day America or Good Morning, yeah. whatever. He put on weight and he looks shit. Yeah, like he an looks, average Joe schlub working at the gas station. Yeah, not looks, that there's anything wrong working at gas stations. He looks awful. That's just <laughs> this is what we're trying yeah. to say. He looks awful. He looks like a drunk. <laughs> well, I'm bad. sure to get some, like. 
I'm sure you had to do some pretty hard drugs to get looking like Dick Cheney because he looks terrible. I can't remember what he said he did to eat, but yeah, he ate a bunch of food. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It didn't work out. Yeah, and then you turned into Dick Cheney. Um, but anyway, um, there's a lot of you're either, and we what I'm saying is like you need radical people to push the agenda in the right direction, saying that like okay, you have to settle on a good middle middle ground, and if we don't have those people way out to the left, we won't have any yeah like movement to the center because we have to move the whole thing. And I understand that, but I feel like. And I feel like Kanye feels like this, where it's just, there's no discussion anymore. You can't say, like, well, why? Because that's racist. Yes. And I think that's what Kanye's fighting against. Um, it's pretty and, much my... I, well, I, yeah, I think it's great that, exactly what you touched on just there, that... Uh, it's great that he's in a position, you know, and I was, I was getting on you this earlier... Well, what is it you don't? What is? Why are you saying that you, you know, you don't like what's going on right now with Kanye? And that you pretty much explained it there, though. You know, explained your position, and that puts it into light that not even necessarily that it's radical, but just the fact that you there's nothing wrong with saying what what your beliefs are or where your stance is on things. Uh, just if they're not, you know, racist or um, derogatory. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with with having those thoughts and opinions, much like our podcast, and expressing them. Nothing wrong with it at all. It doesn't change who the the person or persons are that you're talking about. They are still their own individuals, and they're they're still whoever they are. But Kanye has a position where he's trying to bring to light the, these issues, the, the, all of these things that are happening. You know, uh, we have the the Joyner Lucas "I'm Not Racist" video, which is a terrible representation of that, by the way. Which I started off really well, and I thought kind of was misguided uh, towards the end of it, uh, and then uh, now well, leading leading into the childish Gambino, "This Is America," but. On Joyner yeah. Lucas, shoot, yeah. Well, with Joyner Lucas, it starts off with the white guy saying stuff, and you're like, okay, like, sure. Yeah, needed. Like, fair racist points. Thank, thank you. Someone's throwing this out there and just, yeah. Like, fair, incredibly racist points. Sure, fine. And then my problem is, like, what the white guy said wasn't necessarily awful. It was when the African-American black guy came in, he just started, like, apologizing. He was like, well, I'm this way because of this. I'm this way because you did this. It's like, it should be like, like, why are you apologizing? Like, that's not or the stance you should be making. Apologizing in anger. And there's nothing wrong with either of those. Uh, it's just, but it, it's we need like, solutions. He affirmed that the black, like, it was like the white right. people said this about black people. And then the black people just said, well, the black guy who was representing black people yes. said, yes, I am this way. And here's why. Yeah. And it should be like, no, we are not all this way. Yeah, it's, and it's exactly. We it, are not what the media is painting. We are not what the perception is. And that's what upset me because it's like, like white guy comes and says like, oh, fair, rational things. And he's wearing a Trump hat. But then like the black guy just 
fucking pussies out about it. And I'm like, what? What? No. Like, it's like, he says, well, I, I do this because you did this. And I did this because you did this. And it's like, no, that's not. Like, you should be putting this white guy wearing a Trump hat down. Right. Not fucking sucking up to him. It pissed me off. Because that's not it at all. But in good... I think there's probably only one good representation, like, social commentary that's come out currently, and that is... What's that? Death Cabs for Cutie, Million Dollar Love. Oh, God. <laughs> We're laughing because it's terrible, and fuck you, Ben Gibbard. Darn moon. Yeah, we make it all year round. And then, like, fuck talking about. Put him in the hat in the video. By the way, yeah. Keep going, yeah. Uh, God, it's just that song. Like, that song is so bad. It, it, and like, I, I agree with the message he's going. It's an anti-Trump song. I'm anti-Trump, and just like the whole thing, and like, (laughs) where's the? I get that it was part of a compilation, but like. The music video for it is absolutely shitty. Just the whole... Like, it's clearly, like, some guy in a Trump wig. And then, like, oh, he's building a wall around himself. Ugh. It's just bad. The song's bad. You're bad. Oh. I'm offended. I actually didn't know about this. Yeah, there's a lot of people on R.E.M. did stuff. And, like, there's some... I've heard that R.E.M. song recently. Yeah, Yeah, and it's great. There's some a good song. There are some great songs on there. I was listening to it. Like, wait, wait. This is... Uh... Yeah, but Death Cab for Cuties just... It fucking sucks. Yeah, that... It's the most like... Like, oh, hey. Let's write an anti-Trump song. And you know what's a great was... Trump song? I'm going to play a clip of it right now. It's... Um, uh, it's a... Sorry, I'm thinking. It's a Father John Misty cover. Yeah. Um... It's originally on a the guy who did Tim and Eric, um, Tim Heidecker's. It's on one of his albums. Tim Heidecker has a track on Yeah. Trump's Pilot. Yeah, that's uh, literally the song I'm playing right now. Oh, this, cool. is the, this is the Father John Misty version. And this song, I'll let it play for a little bit and I'll discuss it. I can give it 29 seconds. And 28, perfect. Alright, so that song, I don't know how much of the meat it got into it. We're trying to work on this. Um, But that song is a joke song about how Tim Heidecker is coming off as he is the Trump's private jet pilot. And he's saying, like, and it starts off very vague. About how he's like, oh, I fly Trump everywhere, I do all this stuff, and then he starts going into, I opened a scholarship fund for my kids, I'm going to do all this stuff, here's stuff you can donate to me for charity, I want my kids and my wife to have a good life, and you're like, what, what is he going on about? And then all of a sudden, at the end of the song, he's talking about crashing the plane and killing Trump and himself. And everyone else on the plane. I love you, Tim Heidecker. I know, it's so good. And Father John Misty does a fucking great cover of that song. It's awesome. Um, it's a really good song. One of, uh, well, the only Father John Misty song I officially like. Uh, you like some others. but um, Not officially. 
Not if it, not yet. Not on the record. Not on the record. But uh, yeah, that that shit, like that's a good political song. There's other fucking good political songs. Um, the best one recently, "This Is America," came out two days ago, three days ago. Yeah. Um, the song is fucking incredible. The music video is fucking incredible. It says so much in so little time. It's a work of art. And there's so much that you can contribute it to, you can take from it, you can say what it's about. There's just so much going on, and it's beautiful. And, like, that is a good political song, and it's it's not divisive at all. Like, the whole point and what we should be doing is bringing people together. And that's where I think Kanye falls flat. He's trying to bring people together, but he's doing it in a divisive way. And I think he can, I think he can bring people together. And, like, I'm not saying, like, yeah, you shouldn't go against the grain. Like, Kanye's whole career has been made going against the grain. But I think when it becomes, like, Trump is a sensitive subject, and you should have the tact and, like, idea to be able to look at that and see, like, well... Like, maybe all the people that really do believe in Trump are terrible, terrible racist people or terribly, terribly misguided people who have racist upbringings and don't understand. But aren't all that, though. It's been shown that 90% of them are. But there you go. I mean, but that's, we we can't, by saying all that, that's, that's, to me, that's exactly what Kanye is. That sort of narrative is what Kanye is going after, and that's not and I a, and I and I agree thing. with Kanye, but I don't agree with the way he went about it. I think there's a way. I think it's a process with him, though. But it, it is. But right. I think there's a way to go about it without putting on a Trump hat and saying I love him. That we're both dragon energy. I think there's a way of going about that of bringing people together without supporting a racist, xenophobic. Madman, but how is he supporting him? That—that's the thing. He's not supporting Trump, but he's putting on the hat. That's in essence, people like people are already looking that but, at supporting Trump. Yeah, we just watched that video though, where he's explaining about putting on the hat, and Ti in that video is basically taking your position or what we're presenting as our position. We're literally arguing Kanye versus the people right now. Yeah, Jason is Kanye, I'm the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Ti, you know, he's. Kind of, trying to say, okay, this is what I need from you on this. You know, this is what's going on. And Ti is just looking at him. What? He's not cursing. He's being very. uh, He's being very diplomatic, poetic, and diplomatic about it. He's he's being very uh, not verbose. That's the wrong word. Uh, Sorry, I I, I was just looking at Jason (laughs) to grab the whiskey that we have, and not no verbal cues were made, and he grabbed it. And I'm so glad our friendship has progressed to this point where I can just like look for something. And he goes, Josh wants the whiskey. Here you go, buddy. That anyway. Was <laughs> that was fantastic. But yes, and um, I, I think uh, it felt like they were kind of editing some things out, but it felt like what uh, T.I. had a re- really big problem with Kanye actually putting that hat on. And he kept, and because Kanye kept going back to it, but then they'd edit it like T.I. was just coming back and saying things. And then Kanye would come back and say, you know, just putting the hat on, you know, doesn't, it's, it's not like this. It means, you know. Yeah, well, what T.I. was saying is that it represents the hat itself at this point. Represents the hate. Represents the hate, the xenophobia, the anti-African-Americanism, and people are being hurt by this organization. I mean, look at 
him trying to remove DACA, and then totally flipping and saying that it was the Democrats' fault. Like, I mean, like people are suffering because of Trump, and I think me myself as the people stance is that like you have to respect that people are suffering. And yes, while Kanye has the high ground of saying, I'm trying to bring people together instead of dividing people. I agree. I think the world would be much better if we could have an open discussion about this. Mm -hmm. And because, let's be honest, not everybody that just blindly supported Trump is a terrible, terrible person. Just the majority of them are. Um... And, I mean, you can tell by people who will just overlook, oh, if, if, I mean, my point has always been, imagine if it came out that Barack Obama paid off a porn star to not talk about their relationship with campaign money. He, he still would have been president. He wouldn't have gotten kicked out. I imagine the, the backlash. It, the backlash would have been terrible, but... Just I know, but he like that, it doesn't matter. But that's still the point: is but, if a president, it, there would be no investigation. It would be Barack Obama sleeps with porn star, pays her off. He is a demon. Like, and it's like that's totally well, no, what it would have no, been. No, you. But okay, I hear that. But there's also people saying that you know Trump is a, they're equally vilifying Trump in that instance. So it's not like it, that doesn't exist. That no, exists. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, and I'm not. I'm. I'm saying, but the like, the difference is Obama's the smallest minute thing that Obama did. Remember the whole he wore a tan suit and how disrespectful that was. I don't remember that. Yeah, it, it was literally an outrage over a tan suit. He wore a tan suit somewhere where he... And then they're like, how disrespectful. He should have worn a white suit or a black suit. How racist and just fucking awful is that? He shows no respect for our country. Donald Trump can literally talk about... Like he said on his campaign trail, I would ki- I could kill a man on Fifth Street and people would still vote for me. Right. Like imagine if Barack Obama said that. It would be insane, the amount of backlash. And it's because the white man controls this country. I disagree with that. I think that's different people, different personalities. Like, Trump has a personality he created through entertainment, uh, most recently, entertainment, and to where that is who he is. So he's allowed to, almost allowed to say that. He's given a pass card. Whereas, uh, you know, someone who presents an air of, a presidential air like Barack Obama, who is presidential, who is this upstanding person. If he comes out and says that, it's like, it's like, uh, woo! Oh, what's his nuts? Uh, yeah, no, uh, I don't, Dean, I don't, Howard I, Dean. It's, it's out of character and we would know it. But, but at the, you know, I, I, I understand the, what you're saying in that regard, but at, at the same time, every single day, news, news, is attacking Trump for stuff he's doing. So it's not like it's not happening the other side. And that's what I really Yeah, no, about. and I, I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah, and I'm, I'm that, just I saying am not it, supporting Donald Trump by saying that. And he's not. I, Jason is not. But what I'm trying to say is if Trump was African-American... Oh, it would be entirely fucking... No, and no. If he was an African-American Democrat. If Trump was an African-American Democrat... Okay. They would have um, killed him. Um, <laughs> He'd be dead. 
and he did all this stuff, and this came out that he. But like, like th- this is literally Watergate. What we're sitting through right now. What our God, this got really political. What Mueller is going through right now, the the special investigator is going right. through right now, is like literally bigger than Watergate, literally. And everyone's just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Well, so okay, but it's just new. It's like it's not even news anymore. Also, how can we? Are Stormy Daniels? That's before he's president. And we have a, a laundry list of presidents who. <laughs> we have a laundry list of presidents. Joss's glass just slid down the desk perilously, perilously close to his laptop. Yeah. Um, but the we have a list of presidents who have been unfaithful in the White House, and you know how soon we forget. Well, it's. I don't think it's about <laughs> not, not the, even in our recent history. I don't even think it's about the unfaith- talk, well, the unfaithfulness. It's not about that. Old Kennedy with his. Uh, you know, I don't care that he. <laughs> oh yeah, no. John Kennedy was one of the greatest presidents we've ever had. And then all the other and, presidents who you know, cross dressing oh, yeah. and and FDR was a mess. And who and knows? I fuck, FDR is the greatest president we've ever had, and <laughs> yeah. he was a mess. And great people are fucked up. Yeah, just please don't don't say Trump is a great person. Well, I I did not say that. No, I, I know, say, and I want no one to infer that. I'm yeah, just saying, I, no, that's why I'm clarifying because we're on a very touchy subject. There's a precipice of greatness and fucked upness that a lot a lot of the great people, you know, crazy and great. You know, that's a that can be a gray line. Um, like Kanye, <laughs> and I think he's a great person. Self admitted crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, just when you said precipice, made me think of this Milo lyric that I absolutely love. This oh, is good. from Milo's uh, "Rabble Rouse," which is a great song. They couldn't predicate upon a precipice. Bet I feel like Perseus, but less merciful. Merciful. I'm thirstiest. Most of all, I'm pervious. The wordsmith gets knee deeper. Beleaguered, his burdens will summon purpose. I'm weaker when the light is on. It's so good. I wish I knew my myths better. And Levi just totally heard that. Perseus. Is that uh, Levi's is that the, my favorite is that the rapper? Oh. No, he, he's in the living room. Oh, okay. Levi is my roommate, and uh, he and I are very into Milo. And so it, <laughs> I just, as soon as he said precipice, and they couldn't predicate upon a precipice, or you get into the, uh, the what's that band that does the, um, uh, the world's a beautiful place, and I'm not afraid to die. You know that band? No. Oh, they're terrible. Uh, they're, yeah. they're like a po- like shitty post-hardcore band. I'm going to get a lot of flack for this because a lot of people love them. Oh, but they're God. terrible. Um, let's see if I can pull that song up. But it's they did this one album where they had like a spoken... It, it It's like really, 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 really shitty. And I already don't like this band. But really shitty Explosions in the Sky oh, yeah. is like their music. Because um, there's so much... like. God, American football B-sides are better than most Explosion in the Sky songs. But anyway. Well, if they um, were so good, maybe American football would have been on the American football movie, Friday Night Lights. Explosions of the Sky was. So, yeah. Well, I mean, This Town Needs Guns is better than fucking Explosions in the Sky. I like This Town Needs Guns. Yeah, TTNG is great. Yeah. Oh, TTNG over here. Mr. TTNG. <laughs> Mr. Abbreviations over here. But, um, yeah, uh... <laughs> That what was I talking AJJ. about? AJJ. Oh god, that one. Don't even get me started on that one. 
Dude, AJJ should collab with Kanye. Uh, no, because then it would just get... Oh, God. Uh, I loved Andrew Jackson G. Kanye would probably refuse to work with him after meeting with him. He'd probably make them change their name back to Andrew Jackson Jihad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that one's where it's like a handful of people were telling you your band is offensive. Your band name is offensive because it's like, oh, Andrew Jackson Jihad killed people. And I'm like, isn't that the point? <laughs> isn't that the point? That it's, it's ironic. That it's supposed to be offensive and terrible? Like, isn't that the point that your music is offensive and terrible? And then you go, we're going to change our band names because we realized it's divisive and offends, offends some of our audience. Like, the 5% of people that listen to you that were like, hey, I really like your music, but this band name's turning me off. I really just, I'm a social justice warrior and I love your music, but I can't listen to it because your band name. That's yeah, not that point. So we'll just abbreviate it and make it AJJ. So now it doesn't mean Andrew Jackson Jihad, but people still think that it means Andrew Jackson Jihad. Now it just stands for AJJ, mm-hmm. which is adults, adults justifying Judaism. And it's just, it just it doesn't really stand for that. It was just a <laughs> shitty, I'm drunk abbreviation. Fuck you, Jason. Stop laughing. It's bad. So then so there are new albums. Adults justifying Judaism. <laughs> and then so Sponsored there's... by Nechama, Jewish disaster <laughs> to response. Also, Oscar Mayer Wiener. <laughs> anyway, the newest album is terrible. Like, their whole point of their album was they wrote really offensive music that was... It, it was the Mark Twain of music. It was satirizing regular stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, their song, and if you take this any other way, like, there's no way to take it any other way because it's clearly satire. Um, American Tune. Um, if I see a penny on the ground, I leave it alone or fucking flip it because I'm a straight white male in America and I've got all the luck I need. Like, clearly a song. It's not about how lucky he is that he's white. It's clearly a song saying, wow, this is awful that all I have to do is be white and male in America and I've got it made. Um, I disagree with that narrative, but yes. <laughs> well, you're also a white male. Right. <laughs> but anyway, like, yeah, that was the whole point of the band is that they were offensive. And then they just threw the whole point of the band out the window. So, Josh, are you saying that... I don't want to get into this. By me being a white Not on podcast. So it's, no, no, no. It's very... That's much the same as Kanye putting a MAGA hat on. Mm-hmm. Or saying that, you know, yes, uh, Trump doesn't define who we are or who anything is. I'm not saying Trump defines me <laughs> or well, you. Well, no, no. I'm just, that, that, you know, it's... There's similarities there, like all white to what you just said. No, and it's not that like all white because I, I don't live in a cloud of white privilege, and I, I I'm, I'm not I'm not saying you do. The point is, is that systematically, you have it easier than an African American male just because of the color of your skin. Like. Run of the mill, not like well. There's some that are born rich. Like yeah, of course they have it better, but okay, okay. In in some respects, yes. This is a music podcast. No, in some respects, <laughs> what you're saying is true. Yes, and there are. Okay, you know I'm putting this out there. In St. Louis, 
there are there have been moments multiple times when my friends and I have been driving around, getting drunk, doing whatever, you know, just being doing various rapscallion things late at night that you shouldn't be doing driving around in your car, bar to bar, whatever, you know, smoking, you know, whatever happens. Um in the past. <laughs> Can we have this conversation off podcast? No, no, and I uh, no, uh, and I because this For is the record this is I pertinent. want this to stop. <laughs> this is pertinent. And it has literally literally been said well, no, I, I'm not gonna say it, but there has there have been times where we know for a fact if we were black in that car, we would have been pulled over and our lives would have been fucked. Yeah. So yes, there is truth to that. The idea, um, the white privilege in that respect. Yeah, and that's more of the aspect. That's more of the sense that I'm talking about. Is you so have it does exist. African Americans have. Well, any other, if you're not white, systematically and societally, you have certain disadvantages. Not entirely. And that is not saying, that that is taking not any of the circumstances of your birth, which I can't remember. Oh, that's a Pokemon quote, actually. That, um, fucking, which is still my favorite thing. Oh, God. Herman Cain. Pokemon quote, which is literally the first thing that pops up when you type in Herman Cain. Um, uh, Herman Cain quotes Pokemon as uh, <laughs> as he suspends his campaign. I believe these words came from the Pokemon movie, Cain said during a speech in Atlanta. Life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible. It's never easy when there's so much on the line, but you and I can make a difference. There's a mission just for you and me. Just look inside. And you will find just what you can do. And then, <laughs> Gervin Cain had used those lines before, <laughs> citing them to a poet rather than more accurately from Donna Summer's song called The Power of One that was in the Pokemon The Movie 2000. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> he also said, uh, um, it's the circumstances of our birth are irrelevant, which is a Mewtwo quote from the Pokemon movie. Little Caesars for everyone. <laughs> but, um, no, it, it's, also Little Caesars. You just went up a dollar on your pizzas. Yeah, they're five ninety nine. What is that? Yeah, what are you going to do with all those four ninety nine boxes? You yeah, fucking we want douches. Five, five dollar pizzas. That was the whole point of Little Caesars. Like what? Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, moving on to back to what we were talking about. You should give us Kanye CDs with each pizza. (laughs) Singles. Singles. Yeah. What are albums? Yeah. (laughs) um, (laughs) Yeah. No, it's more of... It's not about looking at individual circumstances. It's more of if you come from middle class household and you are white... You have it better than a middle class household average American, regardless. Just because of um, you want that, I, I like that statement minus the regardless, but yes. Well, the regard like I'm saying like in general, if if everything is cookie cutter, yeah. Um, regardless, everything is like everything's the same, right? And it's and that's what we have to look at as in, and it's not like. Me, because a, a big thing for me is, 
sometimes the movement can be anti-white. And I'm not saying, like, I have white privilege or white pride because I don't. I don't care. It's more of, I don't... I try not to take into regard people's race or gender or sexual orientation. I'm just like, oh, my name's Josh. Who are you? Oh, this is who you are. You're a shitty person. Goodbye. Like, I don't go, oh my god, she was so shitty and black. Like, I don't do that. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, what you want to do is try and do, and I think this is what Kanye is trying to go for, is look at people on a case-by-case basis rather than what people other people say about them. And I just think he's doing it about the wrong way because that hat to society represents white pride and xenophobia. And when he put that on, regardless of his intentions, he put on a hat that represents white pride and xenophobia. And I think he could have gone about it a different way. And maybe that was his... maybe Because he is much smarter than I will ever be. Kanye West is a very smart man, regardless of what you have to say about him. Look what has just generated the conversation between us, though. Yeah, he is a very smart man. And yes, like, I see what his point is, so that's what what I was about to get into. He is... I don't see what his point is, but I see your point. two weeks? (laughs) No, like, you put the hat on, and then it generates all this conversation. I I hated the hat initially, too, but... Yeah. No, like, I, I see what you guys are saying. I'm just saying, for what his... Like, my point is, I understand and agree with his message. I just think he's going about it poorly. Because, and I I get it, he's trying to get people to talk about it. Like, he literally just did with us. Like, you guys are listening to us talk about it. Because Kanye West put on a hat. And it works. It does. And that's why he's way smarter than I am. But, unless this album is incredible, he's going to be a shit ton of shit radios are banning his music because of his slavery comments whether they are taken out of context or not dumb Um, read the whole transcript like read the transcript of that it's (laughs) we'll go into that then Uh, I'm done talking uh, about political stuff um, but the the uh, uh, what (laughs) Um, I'm going to play a song that I've been... Have you guys heard of adult jazz? <laughs> because I've really been digging adult jazz. Well, Jason... Well, Jason's been looking at more racist stuff. What is his... What, what are we talking about? Oh my god, are you serious? No, I'm not serious. Okay. We're going to listen... This song is called Don Tongue. T-O-N-N-E space T-O-N-G-U-E. That's how you spell tongue. Um, and it's by Adult Jazz. It's very good. And I'm going to skip 48 seconds in. Hopefully that wasn't long enough to get a DMCA takedown. But adult jazz is like Bonnie Vare got a little more experimental and had more build-up in his songs. And I'm not sliding Bonnie Vare for that, because I fucking love Bonnie Vare. And I feel like what makes adult jazz special, this album especially, the new stuff I haven't really delved into yet, I've been 
just digging this album too much. It very much takes the concept of Bonnie Vare and expands on it in a little bit. Um, in the sense of where it's Bonnie Vare in his own way is trying to write a Bonnie Vare pop song. And this writes a Bonnie Vare indie song, if you guys can follow me in that train of thought. Um, and what I like about it is that a lot of these songs are over five minutes long. Actually, 80, not, oh shit, 90% of the songs are over five minutes long. Um, so it, a lot of them have really great buildup, and the buildup is perfect because buildup should work in a way where it's like, okay, this is good, but I'm starting to get tired of it, and then, oh, holy shit, that was so worth it. And every song on this album is like that. Um, I'm telling you, when you first listen to it, because I fell into the trap, you're going to like the track number three, Springful, because it is their most pop-accessible track off of this album. The album is titled Just Is. It's from 2014. And you'll be like, oh, this song is great. This is super cool. And then when you listen to their other stuff, you'll be like, holy shit, that song sucks compared to the rest of the song on this album. Um, did you find the quote? Yeah, we should really listen to the songs we're presenting. <laughs> I played uh, it for you earlier today. What? You did? Yeah. Which one? Uh, it has words? This one, yeah. Is, oh, okay. I thought by jazz you meant it was just interesting. No, no, no. The band name. I told you this is a band called Adult Jazz. Uh, I showed it to you last night, too. Okay. Last night. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, also, the Arctic Monkeys suck. Yeah. Just because I went... When you said last night... She said... I thought of that uh, um, Arctic Monkey song... This way, no way, no totalitarian. Also, time for you. Busy of drinking. Whatever that song is. It's a good song, but the new music is terrible. Anyway. All right, so uh, not necessarily. Okay. Taken out of context in, the, in that he was talking to TMZ. And he clarified his statements, though. The reason why I brought up the 400 years point is because we can't be mentally imprisoned for another 400 years. We need free thought now. Even the statement was an example of free thought. It was just an idea. And then further, that was on May 1st. Further, to make myself clear, of course I know that slaves did not get shackled and put on a boat by free will. So this is another example of him basically putting the Make America Great Again hat on and then explaining it afterwards. And, and I think that's wrong. And this is why when I saw him, or when I saw the whole putting the Make America Great thing hat on, I said, okay, I'm not going to get angry about this. Because one, I know he has a new album coming out, so it might be that he's just promoting the album and trying to get controversy. Or two... Which he's very good at doing, by the way. Yeah. or And or two, Kanye does this. He... He presents, he puts out ideas, and then he extrapolates them as time goes on. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's part of why he's why he is successful is because he can generate this controversy with just uh -huh. a quick action. But then he actually has thought behind it. It's not just selling an album. No, and, and that that's a lot of the that's a lot of. What we're used to is people just putting out something to sell something. But we, with Kanye 
and with some other artists as well, maybe we need to take a step back and look at the man for the man and let it play itself out. It and was, maybe that's the radicalness is good and the in-your-faceness of it is good and we need that. And what I think is funny about this whole situation is Jason does not like Kanye West very much. I don't. He really does not. And I love Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is one of my all-time favorite albums. I think it's one of the best produced albums of all time. And and I'm saying this as a Radiohead fan. Um, and it's just... It's, it's funny to see me flip-flop roles where <laughs> if Kanye got on stage and said some shit about Taylor Swift again, Jason probably would have been like, fuck Kanye West. And I would have been like, well, man, just listen to what he's saying. But in this scenario, it's totally flip-flopped and it's funny. Um, and I'm not saying I don't support Kanye because I think what he's trying to do is right. I just don't agree with his methods. I think he could do it in a non-political fashion. Um, and in a good non-political fashion, unlike fucking U2 is trying to do. Because songs of experience. But you self-admittedly admittedly said we needed the radicals. So don't we need Kanye we doing need, what he's doing? We need the radicals. In light of everything, isn't it? You're right. Thing? I did say that. But I think we need radicals in a way of... Radicals are not good examples. Well, yeah, but I don't think he is... It's crazy to say, but I, th I think he's actually a voice of reason right now. And he's just... Just because you present your points in a way that aren't understood... Just because he's speaking a different language doesn't mean we shouldn't listen. Or just no, because I mean, he, he presented it in a fashion where we don't understand initially what he's saying, now that we do, in our... Uh, a week later, <laughs> after well, we've see, all freaked out. See, but that's what I'm saying. The, the problem But is, most people just said, oh, he's just selling his album. Who cares? Like, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying the problem is. Is we live in an age of instant journalism, of instant... Like, when you look at the, the radical people of the, the... Even the earlier 19th century, you look at... Marxism. You look at um, Mark Twain. I mean, which is not early nineteenth century. Started Marxism, actually. No, it's not true. Marx. But if you no, that's a uh, that's Raphael uh, Marx Mario. Okay. Uh, he was an Italian uh, plumber. Plumber. Um, no, but if you, I mean, if you look at communism, Marxism, all of that stuff, it like on the surface, it seems very rough. But they had times to refine it. And the problem is with Twitter is Kanye can just be like, oh, I feel like I need to do this. I'm going to go tweet it and then tweets it. And if he spent the time to refine it, like Henry David Thoreau, um, philosophers did. And pretty much what he's spouting is philosophy. You look at it. He's trying to say, look towards love, not towards hate. And that's what he's trying to say, but he's going about it in a weird way. And I think he needs to take time to refine it. This is where it leads me into childish Gambino's This is America. Okay, go for it. We, this is end of Kanye discussion. In Because it's not going anywhere. In you know, it's gone it's gone somewhere. It has. I think it's gone a lot of it's gone a lot of places. Uh, a lot of progress has been made even in this conversation. I respect you less listeners. as a person. Okay. I, I just kidding. <laughs> I just kidding. I just kidding. You're welcome, Chad. Um uh, 
<laughs> and this is where it leads to Childish Gambino's This is America. Um, in that... This is America. This is a... Oh, God. Um, <laughs> skirt. Skirt. Skirt, skirt. I'm skirting before. Also, I, I love Childish Gambino's Nick, last album. And I'm so glad. Like I love the funk of it. Um, I'm glad he's still making music. I mean, the guy is totally dick teasing us by saying, and pussy teasing us, but dick teasing us by saying, "I'm never going to make music again under Childish Gambino. I'm going to focus on other things." And then drops probably the one of the best tracks of 2018 so far. I just, God, I hope the guy just keeps making music. I I don't feel I feel that the This is America is much more salient when you see the video. Yeah, it for sure is. Because one, I can't understand every single lyric he's saying. I don't, is that only me? Um, well, it's because it's his voice looped so many times and harmonized so many times, and it's really hard to understand when it's one voice. If it was multiple voices, it'd be easier. Yeah, because I, I went back and I looked at some reviews of the video and, and some of the things that they uh, mentioned were said, and uh, it made the video and the song mean so much more to me, but I couldn't hear them just because, yeah. the uh, okay, Well, one of the big trap. ones when he's doing the, and uh, I, it's not really trap. That's like the same thing when they say, oh, Kendrick Lamar well, tries his hand at Trap. Trap isn't really Trap. And releases Humble. Because it's it, like, Humble is like inspired by Trap and maybe Kendrick's taste on, like, try on Trap. But it's not like, like this song is barely Trap. It's like that Eminem song we looked at earlier that was very good. No, no. No, 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 but hold on. It's like when Eminem said like, I hate mumble rap, blah, blah, blah. And like, he he just said like, mumble rap's not rapping. And it's like the only thing he said, but fucking NME wrote an entire article on that. Um, But like, I mean, Trap's not bad. I mean, fucking Migos rocks. No, it's not bad. And like all of these, I think. I think it gets repetitive. I think hip hop is moving in the direction of Trap. Um, for the most part. I mean, look at Kendrick Lamar's Humble. He's Kendrick Lamar, for all intents and purposes, besides Kanye, is the leader of hip-hop right now. He is directing, like when Kendrick releases an album, all of the other artists just follow Kendrick. Same way when Kanye releases an album. It's, it happens. And I mean, you get... I haven't listened to 444, which I need to, just because I'm a music nerd. I just don't own title, and I can't find any high-quality torrents of the shit. But... Um, don't track my internet, please, um, NSA. But it's that's the direction it's moving, and I don't think... I mean, this is a not what we're arguing, but I don't think that song is a trap song at all. I think it has trap leanings, but it's not a trap song. Okay, I... Okay, um... Trap, mumble rap qualities, whatever. It, it's th- that that specific... You can't tell me that you listen to every single trap and mumble rap song and understand every single thing they're saying. No, I'm I'm not saying that. Right. But there's a That's difference between but there's also a difference between trap and mumble rap, and this is an argument for a different time. Trap is like there is I mean, mumble rap is essentially trap, but mumble rap is like a sect. Yes. Like is a section, sect the the religious word for it of trap. Well, I mean like it's all the littles, like little yachty um, right. the, the guy who does the, um, the song was in school and he has a tiger. 
Um, you know what I'm talking about, though. You've seen the music video. Which one? Um, fucking, what's the guy's name? Uh, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, oh, Gucci Gang. Oh, Lil, uh, Lil Pump? Yeah. Is that Lil Pump? Yeah, it is Lil Pump. That song is terrible. Um, hey, but then you get trapped. Like, Migos is fantastic. I don't know how many times a day that I say to someone... Whip it up in the kitchen like a stir fry. Like I say that shit all the time. Migos is great. There's great trap artists out there, but like you get these like sh- like when it, it says it's a bad name for the genre when you get artists that can just imitate the sound and make really really shitty remakes of right. it. And then what you get is you get these the fans of the music like trying to justify it for themselves. And if you really, really love something, you shouldn't have to justify it. Yeah. Like, I love Andrew Jackson Jihad, and I know that they are whiny and the singer can't sing. I mean, he can sing, he just does not have a good voice. Same thing with the Mountain Goats. But I don't justify that to people. I just go, I fucking love the Mountain Goats. I know they're good. But the people who like this mumble rap have to go like, well, it's different. And it's like, you shouldn't have to do that. Like, if it's not good, then... Like, if it's good, you wouldn't have to do that. I have never, in the history of the world, justified Philip Glass, Radiohead, Brian Eno, any of that shit that I like, Boards of Canada. And, like, I know that shit's hard to get into. I like some weird shit, but I I just, I don't, you don't have to make an excuse for it. Like, if you feel it's good, you don't have to do that. And I feel like... A big part of the community of mumble rap, when you look at fucking Lil Yachty or Post Malone, like that shit is justifying it. It's saying like, well, he really means this when he says it. And it's like, you shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to justify the music for them. It should speak for themselves. And I feel like that's offensive just to music as a whole because it's, it's, it's not good. Like if you have to if you have to listen to something and then feel like the need to justify it, it's not good music, and it's not like it's not like you're listening to something racist, and that like Johnny Rebel, and then going, well, I listen to it for the music. It's like you're just listening to music and then having to justify it because it's it is what it is. But I mean, there's tons of trap artists that are great. Um, what's his Gucci Mane just got out of jail. Fucking awesome album. He's like the godfather of trap. Fucking awesome album. Lil Wayne's latest album. Fucking awesome. The dudes can write trap music. It's great. Oh, Lil Wayne also just released... I don't know which company it was with. The skateboard video? The skate video. That Dude can skate. He's gotten much better. He can skate. He's not a pro by any means of the terms. He's he's an excellent skater, however. Um, And that's awesome that he made the video. It's great. Yeah, the the song in the video is kind of meh. But remember, I mean... People my age, you remember in 2007, 2008 when he started to skate and people were like, stop skating, you're terrible, and that he can skate now. He's worked on it. He's pretty good. Yeah, he, he's going, yeah, uh, YouTube it, Lil Wayne skating. It's it's pretty impressive. The, the song on it kind of sucks. He's hitting vert ramps. He's hitting, yeah, know, nothing like Tony Hawk, but he's hitting the vert ramps. He's, he's grinding, jumping yeah. downstairs. It's... It, the fisheye camera it's pr- pretty much professional skate video it's pretty impressive um 
I haven't seen his guitar skills, so I won't vouch for that, but still, like, it's impressive. Yeah, what else do we have to say? I mean, we've been... Uh, I was, yeah, I was getting into uh, 6 I've been live for an hour now. 6 9 and all his bullshit. Um, or not, Tech 9. Tech 9, right? Tech, Tech 9's nine. been around forever. A rainbow fucking grill, dude? Yeah, or no, Takashi 69. Yeah, no, Tech Nine is was one of like the original fast rappers. I was like Yeah. I was looking at this dude six nine, I don't even know who the fuck that is. But yeah, Tech Takashi sixty nine with all his bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who that is. Oh, you don't know the whole Oh, okay. Right. I know nothing. I try as soon as there's like controversy in an artist, besides like Kanye, I stay away. Takashi sixty nine, well he's well, opinion. it's like if I haven't heard of you before because of your music ambitions, and then there's controversy revolving your music ambitions, I'm done. Like so, it's like Justin Bieber and the whole like, oh hey, like I recorded this, I sang Spanish on a track, and then I went to a concert and be like, I don't know the fucking words of the song. Yeah, so this is this dude, Takashi sixty nine. He's got dre- he's he is like the trap mumble rap whole thing, or just trap in in a bottle. Um, but he takes it further. He's got like rainbow spinning neck, you know, fucking bling and shit. And uh, there's some issues with him being in trouble with so underage a, girls. So he has a face and, tattoo of sixty nine. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, underage controversy and videos with guns and you know all this you know crazy shit. Um, so it's yeah. everything the hip hop genre is trying to move away from. Yeah, and he was recently you know, he recently was on some of the the morning shows. Not actually the um, God. What the fuck was the name of that show? Um, the View. With no, with uh, Good Morning America. old school rapper, uh, not I hate God. Why did I want to say that? Um, um uh, wake up with Snoop Dogg. Wake up with there was, should be a show. Wake up that with that was oh my god, <laughs> you want to get millennials to wake up in the morning? <laughs> yeah, wake, wake up with welcome Snoop to wake Dogg. up with Snoop Dogg. Roll your blunts, get Jesus. ready for rock. That's genius. Anyways, yeah. All right, man. So, yeah, the Childish Gambino, you know, we did all that. Um, this is America, people. Uh, this is our America. Uh, the, Spend your money. Get your money. Get yeah, your money. Get it. Uh, you know, that's all that matters, getting your money, right? Nothing else matters. Uh, that's not all Whoa, that James Hetfield. <laughs> and nothing else matters. Trust I seek and I find in you. Every day Trust more I something seek new. Trust I seek and I find in you. You, have to, you didn't do the uh. It wasn't. Trust I seek and I find in you. You. Every day more How do you write a Metallica song? You just add uh after everything you say. It doesn't have to be anything important. Ah, have an iPhone X. I'm making a podcast with Jason. Ah, I have a piece of wood in my hand. Ah, I'm not talking about my cock. Ah, Metallica song. 
And then just add like over that and Metallica song. And then a Kirk Hammett solo. Because Kirk Hammett, like, I respect him, but like every guitar solo he has, he also just focuses on one note. Very careful. I don't fucking care. This podcast is called Your Music Sucks. Uh, if we get shit for hating on Metallica... I can present you some classic Hammett solos that would blow your fucking mind. But he always focuses on one note and no, just returns no. to that note. He does! Oh, no. I'll show you some. He does. I like Metallica. No, I know, but there's some, like, definitely... Kill Them All and Ride the Lightning are the best albums, and fight me if you think otherwise. I'm talking about, like, some live shit, dude. Yeah, no. It doesn't matter about live yeah, shit. No. This isn't a podcast about live music. I literally went on an hour rant about how fucking The Grateful Dead is a shit band. You think I care about live music? You do care about live music. You know what's great, though? What? Raining Blood by Slayer. (laughs) On their last official tour, by the way. Anyway, go ahead. On their last official tour. Slayer? So, yeah, see them. I'm see sure them they'll do, can. like, spotlight spots every now and then, but this is their last official tour. <laughs> and they don't strike me as the type that would No, say, oh, they, we need money. Yeah, yeah Slayer's doing this because they love being They live Slayer. in the swamps and wherever the fuck bumfuck yeah. southern U.S. and they just live. Worship demons. Yeah. Um, also, I watched The Conjuring. Did I tell you that? You told me that. I I still don't know what it is. It's The Conjuring. There's like a a witch, and this family moves into the town, and they ask these like demonologist people to come help them, and then they come help them, and then they find out that it was a witch that tried to kill herself. And uh, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen The Conjuring, I'm sorry. Also, like that's not really a spoiler because it's. Is there a wardrobe? Yeah, there's a wardrobe. Oh, damn. And, like. Ruined for me. Yeah, there's definitely a wardrobe. There's also a dead dog. It's like the first thing to die is the dog. Which wardrobe? No, like literally, like there's a wardrobe, and then the family goes, "Huh, that's a weird looking wardrobe. That's old." And then they move into the house anyway. Like my whole point while I was watching that movie was like, if you move into a house and weird shit starts to happen, burn the house down and leave. Mm -hmm. You own the house. You bought it. Burn it down. Collect fucking insurance money and leave what was that movie we watched a satirical funny horror movie um where they moved into the house the daughter came she was oh like, that movie is fucking great so good um housebound. housebound um it's a new zealand movie yes um it's a movie made in new zealand um a lot of people mistake it for australian but <laughs> what's the difference <laughs> am i right i'm just kidding there's a big difference kiwis are what Shrimp on the body. <laughs> but there's a there's a large difference, but it's a how it's a very good Half horror of movie. Australia hates me now. I know. All of Australia hates me now. <laughs> but it's a very good movie. Um, it's called Housebound. Pretty much girl is troublesome, gets under house arrest at her parents' house. Parents' house is haunted. Um, it's horror comedy. Like the scary parts are actually scary. The funny parts are hilarious. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good, like, the twists are great. It's a very, very good movie. Low budget movie. They spent all of the budget writing the story because the story is fantastic. 
you haven't seen Housebound, the soundtrack's actually really, really good, too. And, Josh, I would like to take offense to the fact that you said all of Australia because some of... <laughs> Some of Australia contains Aboriginal Australians who probably don't identify with that culture. So by I was just you acknowledging a that all of Australia doesn't agree with what I just said, you're also grouping those other people then. How dare you? <laughs> you see how easy it is? It's so easy. <laughs> Uh, I want to see Slayer live. I don't yeah. even like Slayer that much. Uh, just put, you know, put on the hat. It'll be fine. <laughs> Actually, it would be fine there. <laughs> no. You think it would be fine there? It wouldn't be fine there. Well, I know I, I know a lot of their their the, fan base is Yeah, they like, have some racist fans. Yeah, but I think... Which has not, nothing to do with their music, but yeah. I think Slayer as a, as a band does not support. No, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a, um, Cannibal Corpse. They all just were like yeah. they don't eat people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Slayer doesn't kill people. Yeah, it's just like Weezer doesn't actually have asthma, hmm. or ACDC isn't just electricity. Actually, no, they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> Out of any band, ACDC's probably. And unlike like, unlike Josh here, I've I've nothing wrong with people who have asthma. You know. Yeah. Yeah, if you have asthma, I'm going to steal your inhaler and set it on fire. Um, you're a weaker person. Yeah, as the new uh, Cobra Kai Karate Kid movie says, that's weakness. We don't need it in here. Yeah, um, this is the official statement of the Your Music podcast. Um, if you have asthma, stop listening. <laughs> Start breathing. Start breathing. Oh, wait, you can't. I'm totally kidding. I SLSP. I work with kids with special SLSP. needs. I Are you saying asthma? <laughs> they have a special need. It's not like I'm <laughs> it's not like they're handicapped. They have a special need. Come on. That's why it's a broad term. <laughs> That's why it's a broad term, man. Send mail to 2212 Rachel's Way, Belleville, Illinois, <laughs> 62221. <laughs> and title all fan mail, hashtag Jason thinks Kanye was right. Yes. <laughs> or Joanne. She would love that. <laughs> all right. Do you have any closing statements? Are we ready to end this? I would like to say that... Your battery is running low. My battery you is running low. You might want to plug in your PC. Windows is very diplomatic in these notifications. Uh, Takashi69, I think Press close on you that. are a piece Press. of shit. And... Maybe you're not. Maybe everything people say about you is not true. We were also supposed to talk about Patrice Wilson and how he like, rapes children on this he, podcast. Yeah, I mean, maybe not rapes, <laughs> but pretend rapes. It exploits. Uh, exploits, certainly. Uh, we haven't heard from Allison Gold since 2013. <laughs> uh, 2012, if we're being honest. Uh, so but, for all of you that happen to listen to this... Do you remember the little girl that sang, I love Chinese food. Yeah. You know that it's true. I love fried rice. I love noodles. I love chow mein, chow mum 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 mein. Mum 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 mum. 
So, the girl that sang that song made two more music videos with Patrice Wilson. Noted probably pedophile and creepy guy. Well, let's not go there. I mean... That's why I said probably. Okay, probable. Yeah. Probable pedophile and creepy man. Um, She also made a song called ABCDEFG. It's it's highly probable, dude. <laughs> we watched those today. It's highly probable, but I'm okay with being on the stance that that man is probable. Like, prove me wrong. <laughs> I would not. Have, I would not want him around my child. Yeah, prove me wrong. Like, if he's not, and you have proof, cool it. I'll I'll, I'll gladly admit that I'm wrong. Probable pedophile. Um, come on, like come on the podcast. Prove us wrong. This is also old fucking news. Um, but see, she released a song called Shush from, uh, 2014. Shush Up. Shush Up, sorry. S-H-U-S-H space U-P. Uh, Allison Gold, if you happen to be listening to this, we would love to hear from you on our podcast and talk about your experiences. Yes. Um, we hope you're okay. Mm-hmm. It was a very scary music video for all of us. Yes. We love you. We're here for you. We're a Allison Gold anti Patrice Wilson support group. Is what this podcast is. Yeah, we in Put fact, that on we, our we would love you to make a, a song about Chinese food with Weird Al. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. How about Chinese buffet? Spam in the place that you live. Oh, see. Hawaii spam. <laughs> it's self built. Spam. Weird Al is fucking lyrical genius. Yeah, Allison Gold, yeah. Um, Patrick Wilson. Patrice. Patrice Wilson. Who, who knows? Who knows what you're doing, man? Yeah. You, you came out and you apologized for stuff. But like, you know, uh, what are you apologizing for? You know, I, I don't know. You said they were art. You said one video. You said Shush Up was art. We're left to have to believe you. Yeah. I watched a twelve-year-old girl get electrocuted in that video. Yeah, yeah, and uh, then get injected 12, with some sort of. And at the at the t- apparently at the time the video filmed, she was eleven. Um, but yeah. yeah, and then you told her to burn. You told her to burn, and then she fell off a building. And while and she was falling off, she just internally combusted, dissipated in the gold, and her ashes fell on everyone who was. In the jail because they were behind the bars when they're showing it. Yeah, from... and then some girl licked a guy's nipple. Yeah, so if you could work those things out and just never come back to society, that would be great, Patrice. This is America. Uh, yeah, or, ah, or ah. Be, be judged by your peers, which we'd love to do. Um, that. Or do we, Sydney McGee? We don't get lit right now. We're just gonna save that. Let's say that. Yeah, let's let's listen to be the next podcast yeah. opener. I would love to get contacted by our lawyers. Let's just use the whole song. Yeah, we need to get lawyers in this. I don't need. We need lawyers. I think they should just ask us to take the podcast down. Yeah, I just and want lawyers to contact. We can me. use that to get famous and say like, well, we did make this podcast and everybody loved it, but then we had to take it down because of lawyers. So now, this is the podcast replacing that podcast. Listen to us, and that's when we get famous. No, we make that vi- we make that uh, YouTube video, and we're both wearing Make America Great Again hats. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you're wearing a Kanye West shirt, and I'm wearing a uh, 
an Oasis shirt. <laughs> Oasis. Yeah, because Liam Gallagher is a fucking cunt. <laughs> Just because he's a cunt. Now Liam Gallagher has always been a cunt. He's, he has always been. A cunt. Um, like if he wants to come fight me about that, Liam Gallagher, I will knife fight you to the death. A righteous British cunt. No, not no, righteous. No, 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 no. Tom not, York is a righteous. Yeah, British not a cunt. righteous. A uh, a fucking a, awful human. A spiritless. British cunt, cunt. Cunt is like a good word over there. Uh, he is. Cunt. He is a waste of space. Oasis has two good songs. You're a waste of paint. You're not even a waste of paint, like Connor Ober said. <sighs> I know. Right? Uh, we just unintentionally held hands over that. We did. Um, but yeah. Thanks, that's, Connor. That's the podcast. Yeah. Liam Gallagher. Let's leave. Okay. So the notes, the ending referendum of this podcast. Liam Gallagher needs to have dinner with Kanye. Also, with Patrice, redefine Kanye's podcast or uh, Kanye's tweets. Look at them in a more serious light. Try and decipher them, possibly. That's a, um, that's a I will knife, college course, and I will knife fight Liam Gallagher anytime, anywhere. You want to knife fight me in a McDonald's because that's the amount of class you have. I will knife fight you in a McDonald's. Knives are illegal over there. Yeah. Um, Noel Gallagher, you're okay. You don't really talk much, that's why. Yep. Liam Gallagher, you just released a solo album and it was fucking terrible. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, that has been Your Music Sucks. Your Music Sucks, and you should stop listening to it and listen to the music that we recommend. Yeah, why are you listening to the Arctic Monkeys in 2018? Oh, God, we didn't even touch on that, but that's. Woo! New there. Yeah. Just look up Arctic Monkeys new music live. The new music is shitty. Here's my note: Arctic Monkeys suck. Period. Yeah, I left the period off, but I just didn't they haven't it. been good since the Strokes quit. <laughs> <laughs> since they couldn't copy the Strokes or the Hives anymore. Yeah. They been good. Oh man, you said the Hives. Now I gotta listen to Tick Tick Boom for fucking eight hours again. Uh, tick, 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 tick. Boom! Boom! <laughs>